This podcast is sponsored by Fearfit. Fearfit is a UK and Australia based brand that provide high quality weight vests and training apparel built for performance. Heavily focused on mindset and building an inspiring and motivating culture of athletes from all around the world who share their story and make you believe that anything is possible. You can get uh, money off using discount code PLUGSGOLF10 at www.fearfit.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Plug <laughs> to the Plug Gold Podcast. You said we were going to stop doing that, so they promised. No, I can't. It's in my blood. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you happy? I am. How are you? Yes, I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, we'll address the red elephant in the room, and we are dressed in red, obviously, as a. The proof. I'm not happy. <laughs> um, yes, dressed in red. In homage. Um, yeah, yeah. Homage As a tribute to uh, Tiger Woods and Black we wish him... Red socks, the pair of us. We wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, definitely. Um, we got straight this week, Cal. Uh, I know this is in two parts. As people in the world of YouTube can see, I'm holding up a, a bottle of soul, yeah. courtesy of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much for that. That's right. I'm just on the water. I've got a bit of a headache, so yeah. That's a bit boring. Sorry, but nah, so I'll let you off. We'll be back at it next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, we got quite a good episode here. Yeah. Um, There's some good stuff coming up. Yeah. Definitely. What do we do, Cal? What do we do later on in the episode? We will be talking, or we have spoken with. Um, a young man in Canada about his brand Flight Golf. Yeah, Michael. Um, Mike Amber. Yeah, we, we had a great time chatting with him. It was really good. We spoke to him until the tail end of last week. So that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we got you'll, a, you'll hear that. A good conversation. On. And uh, what will follow that interview is a nice discount code um, that he's, uh, yeah. Very kindly given. So I'll follow Very this. kindly. You guys. Gave us a nice one as well. Yeah, we, which we've, we've used our order. Yeah, three sure, polos between us. As you can tell on the on the cameras this week, as we were last week, um, slightly different setup this week. But I think should they arrive in time for the next podcast, I'll be in my flight golf polo. Yeah, get them on camera. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I like this setup. It's, yeah, it's, it's not permanent. Um, no. There's potential for it to be, but... Um, it worked for this week, so yeah, definitely. So yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, I like it. it feels so much, so much cleaner, and what hopefully the, the audio. Table, on the table, we have Tiger Woods as another tribute to the man himself. Yeah. Um, Little pop, whatever they're called. Yeah, no, you, yeah. you got it in one. Um, what I will say is, it the golf sort, even though he hasn't been playing recently, the the fact that we might not see him play yeah. again really sort of hit me over the weekend. Yeah. Because um, I was thinking, you know, I, it's a sort of event that I'd really have liked to see, see him. See him at, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely, I agree with you. But, um, but yeah, so, and flanking him on either side is uh, 
our, our Garms Garms caps so that we got from Garms Garms. Yeah. Um, and we have some exciting news about that. We do indeed. Our merchandise starts now. Um, well, not now. Well, the T-shirts are the t-shirts in are and here. are being logoed. As we speak. As we speak, as you listen. Um, More as you listen rather than as we speak. It's probably off. He might have done a couple already, to be fair. Yeah, true. But, um, but yeah, so they'll be coming hopefully between this episode and the next. And if yeah. anyone's interested, they can contact us or purchase time, one. Or, um, but yeah, not, nice t-shirts, nice black t-shirts to There's start off. Out there for the merchandise um, train. Uh, we're, we're always looking for ideas as well. We want to get a decent little shop going. So yeah. if anyone does have any ideas. Anything you'd want to sort of buy with branding on or anything like that we're thinking of doing some caps some golf caps maybe some bobble apps come yeah sort of winter time again later on this year but yeah the, we'll the have t-shirts, a look at it. the quality of the t-shirts looks great the printing should be top notch as well honestly guys they're going to be they're going to be pretty cool i can't wait to wear mine yeah no definitely agreed so yeah and what have you been up to since uh, last episode I watched a lot of the golf, surprisingly. Yeah, I know. That is Yeah, I watched a lot of the shocking. golf this weekend. And last last weekend, did you watch any? Uh, what was last weekend? Last, last weekend was... was yes, and Homer, yeah. We, we, we spoke about that a little bit with Michael, didn't we? Yep. Um, but Touched on I, it. I only watched the playoff hole, the two playoff holes. Oh, okay. With Fina and Homer. I probably watched more last weekend than this only just I watched a lot this weekend yeah I watched a lot this weekend uh, I pretty much watched all of Sunday I, 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 yeah, I, watched, I watched a lot I watched the, the start of Sunday and then I turned it off for a bit and then watched the end of Sunday so mm. I watched a lot of Sunday's golf and I watched a lot of Saturday's golf as well it's just I watched a lot of Saturday a lot of Sunday some of Friday I don't think any was it Friday that Hovland made the seven or eight on the eight game. on a par four, wasn't it? On the yeah. on the eighteenth. Yeah, he got unlucky with that. And what a comeback though to end up finishing Honestly, second. I was saying this to you earlier, but um, I'll say it for the listeners. Um, it really felt like this week more than ever with Hovland and Morikawa winning. Sort of Morikawa winning, Hovland coming tied second, and obviously. Terrible with what's happening with Tiger at the minute, but and Scheffler having a and Scheffler having a great weekend, mm. but with Tiger not playing this weekend, Rory playing well, but just sort of not having that sort of cutting just edge. off the pace, only just off the pace. Again, Kepka like looking like he might be coming into a bit of form, but not quite there. It almost felt like a bit of changing of the guard, like with the sort of them three that we sort of mentioned there with Morikawa, Hovlin, and Scheffler. It really felt like them and three are going to be the driving force of the next sort of eight to ten years of golf. Of yes. Morikawa, twenty-three, Hovland is twenty-two, and or maybe even might be younger than that. You know, but it's the next generation, isn't it? The next yeah, generation. It's, it's, it's exciting. I really, really like Hovland. Going into really like going into um, yesterday, so it's Sunday. Um, who did you want to win? Because I don't often, you know, not every week do I have, I really I, want this person. Uh, Hovland. Yeah. If Hovland, honestly, I really, really like Hovland. That'd have been a brilliant story as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think because of their friendship, I really wanted McElroy to win yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I like Mac. I'm not his biggest fan in the world, but yesterday, um, yeah. yesterday afternoon, I was sort of thinking about it. I was like, no, I'd really, I think that'd be really, that'd really be nice. Really but, fitting, um, yeah. but yeah, is what it is. I, he like, well. I like he Colin. Well. I like young Colin. Yeah, Colin. He's like terrific to putter. watch. You do like his putter. I might be saying coming with that. I might, I might <laughs> buy it. I'm really tempted by it. We were sort of, we posted something for work on yeah, media. we had a f- fiddle around with it, didn't we? And, and oh, the, the weight, weight of it is just unbelievable. We both like it. I think, uh, I think that'll be my next golf purchase. I think that, and I was speaking to you about it as well. I think uh, the, the Arcos system, yes, I think I'll be getting that this year as well. I've gone the last two years of buying a new club, so I definitely can't do that again. Yeah, and to be honest, I'm not like I'm not blown away by this sim to me, prefer the sim, so I'm happy with what I've got. Yeah, I well, we had that conversation. What was it last? Yeah, last week. I I prefer the colouring on yeah. this year's. Um, personally, um, I saw a red one with the red as a sort of you know the big bit that goes around the back. Yeah, it's blue. I saw it in red. And to be fair, do you prefer that? Well, yeah, being the being a Saints the fan, the was like, uh, but I think I think they posted it like it was like a tailor made like fan page yeah. posted it because of Tiger yeah and it was like I don't think it was real no but, but if if that had been the colouring would if that had been the colouring originally it would have tempted me but I don't think I'd be able to get away with no, that no no um, I think I'd get told off you'd think with the Arcos and a new putter that you know you feel a lot cu- or mm-hmm. very comfortable with you'd think that can only help okay, you improve no, that's, that's so I mean they were talking a lot on the golf about sort of strokes gained off the tee, strokes games, tee to greens, mm-hmm. strokes game, like all over the place. And I've just been sort of like looking up, because like, I've never really sort of taken strokes gained into consideration. Or mm-hmm. anything. So I've been sort of like looking up that up a little bit and just sort of reading up a little bit about it. The Arcos seems to do that. It can tell you like strokes gained against a like 28 handicapper. It can tell uh-huh. you strokes gained against like a, like a scratch golfer. So you can see like, oh, well, putting, actually sort of gaining a stroke to a 10 handicapper. Yep. But off the tee, I'm losing two strokes to that 10 handicapper. So it's counterbalancing it. And I'm actually losing a stroke per hole, which is why I'm a 19 handicapper and there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, so that that would be quite interesting to sort of see that. I mean, I'm not saying that that is the case that I'm gaining a stroke on the green, but losing, I'm probably losing more than two strokes off the tee. But uh, that, that would be something that I would be interested in looking at. This week has been the most I've missed golf, and I don't know whether it's because the weather has turned the last few days, but and it and it's well, it's very nice outside. The weather, the, the golf the, from I Telly. Think the fact for me, knowing that the 29th of March is now it, the day, it's where we can within play. touching distance again, isn't yeah, it? We can so, play golf. We've been told we can play golf the 29th of March in the UK. The golf courses will be back open, and it's like. I seem so far away. When was the last time you played? I played just before Christmas, week or two before Christmas. Okay. Seems like ages since I, I last played. played like, I only played like eight holes. Oh, yeah. It, it Miserable, down. wasn't it? Yeah, because I played football that, that morning, didn't yeah. I? I think it was a Sunday morning, wasn't yeah. it? I, it was absolutely chucking it down. And then, yeah, I didn't... It, that was two weeks before Christmas. I then didn't play the weekend before Christmas because I was busy sorting stuff out. And then, obviously, 
we went into lockdown mm. or what tier four as it was then yeah on boxing day or whatever and now and then we went into lockdown in january didn't get a chance to get out yeah i mean uh, so, I, I don't know maybe i last played in november maybe yeah but it seems like maybe even longer than that. yeah i don't know I don't know. I do want to be back playing. I think longer than that I'm missing golf and football. And they're both supposedly coming back or allowed to play it on the same date. That's the big day. So I'm guessing all my Sundays are going to be taken up again. Yeah, so you've been sort of talking about the possibility of finishing your football season throughout the summer. Sundays. Well, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure. I didn't know whether that was as well as or instead of um, finishing the season as normal, right? Because okay. there's also talk of midweek games, uh, like evening games. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know. Say, we'll see. I was going to ask you what what would you prefer to do: play football on Sundays or play golf on Saturday or Sunday or whatever? Well, like, you could only do one over the weekend, which, to be honest, probably isn't that far off. No, you're not wrong. Um, I think real. I think realistically, I'd rather play football yeah. while I can. Yeah, okay. and play golf when I can't. <laughs> yeah. I play golf when my knees are shot and yeah, fair enough. I limp around the course or yeah, something. But um, yeah, I, don't, I think given the choice, <laughs> I would regret not playing football well, yeah, whilst I'm like twenty-five and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, fair um, enough. That makes sense. I'll get that. But it's a it's a tough one. I wouldn't be unhappy doing either. I think. With golf, if I have a if I have a bad game or whatever, it's going to last four hours, yeah. and I'm going to be miserable afterwards. Football yeah. is an hour and a half, and get it over and done with, and yeah. blame someone else. Yeah, but, no, that's, <laughs> but um, that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think given the choice, it'd be football. Yeah, and try and keep me a little bit fitter because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I think we've all put some weight on. Yeah. Um, We've been watching the Tiger documentary, the two-parter. Uh, yeah, HBO. Yeah, it was an HBO production. We started that last week. Uh, we started it. We watched it on Thursday or across yeah. Thursday and Friday, didn't yeah. we? Um, and it was weird because I first, I didn't know anything about it. And then Tuesday while I was at work, I was listening to a film podcast and they just they happened to mention it. Um, and then it was Tuesday night or Tuesday evening for us yeah. when the, the crash was sort of yeah um well, it was, yeah sort of on the news wasn't Tuesday, it I believe Tuesday, uh yeah so Tuesday afternoon I think it was like seven AM over there. Yeah so it was so, it was perf- after I sort of heard about the documentary and I was like oh I must give that a watch. That sort of happened. So come Thursday I just thought right I'm gonna stick that on and have a watch because like we said before on the Tiger Woods episode in season one, we're just, you know, we, we're just five, ten years too late to have actually... Witnessed that prime. Witnessed prime Tiger and pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of um, what I saw in that documentary was quite new to me, especially yeah, in, in his younger yeah. days and with his dad and stuff. stuff I, mean, I was I sort of half aware of. Some, but... that, some of that stuff is sort of new to a lot of people, I think. Like you say, the sort of early days, I don't think you sort of... I don't think a lot of people sort of understood or sort of really cared for the fact of how much his dad sort of did put a lot of pressure on him. So how how much there was sort of coming down on him from his dad just to be 
the the big thing in golf ever. Do you know? Like, if anyone hasn't seen it, honestly, watch it. It's on. If you've got Sky, you can watch it on demand or now TV or whatever. It's it's. I think they're both an hour, about an hour and a half. The two episodes. It's about three hours, but honestly, it's so like it's so informative. It's really really interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I got strong um, child star vibes, child actor vibes, yeah, like yeah. Macaulay Culkin yeah, and yeah, 100%. Um, Jake Lloyd, who was in Star Wars and Jingle All the Way. 100%. But it, like, you, it doesn't surprise me or it shouldn't surprise anyone that there's issues later in life. It doesn't look like he ever was allowed the childhood. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, well, he's playing... Well, you look, he was, he was on but... telly at two. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, shouldn't be, I don't know. It didn't look like he wanted to be there particularly. No, no, no. So, um, I don't know. It's unfortunate what some of the things that has happened in later yeah. life and yeah. the, the role models he's had has formed the way he's acted and, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, and seen the world. But it's a really difficult one, isn't it? Because you can't, without that pressure from his dad, he'd never have never. become who he is. Yeah. He'd, and you know, you look at it the, the money-wise. You know, he, oh, he's, he lives a very, very comfortable yeah. life on that front. Do you know what I mean? If if he can never play golf again, he, he's never yeah, going to have to work, is he? You know, um, and I'm sure you know he's going to be. He, yes. If he can't play golf, he's going to be on telly as a pundit or a commentator or yeah, something. I'd like, have thought. I, I, again, it's something we spoke about with Michael sort of mm. in the interview to come, but. That he's just so sort of relatable, not not relatable, but he's just very sort of wholesome and down to earth. Like you just feel like you sort of could just have a conversation with him. And they they sort of speak about it in the second episode about when he came back from that back surgery and after sort of getting arrested and that sort of stuff. And you see him sort of when he was playing with Kevin Nair at the yeah, yeah. players and he's having a he was like he's a, having a laugh and having a joke and you, and you sort of never really saw that. It was like the, a weight was off his shoulders, the pressure yeah. was next, he's not expected to win every yeah, week. Exactly, and that's and that's the thing, because maybe maybe for us it is a little bit skewed because we sort of weren't aware of that sort of early two thousands yeah. tiger words. Maybe for us for me, certainly, like he always sort of has felt like he is that sort of fun guy just to have a laugh with. Like I remember watching the the match they called mm-hmm. the winning play. Yeah, yeah. It was him, Mickelson, Peyton Manning, and yeah, um, yeah. Tom Brady. And honestly, they were just having such a laugh, like playing that, absolutely chucking it down with rage. You know mm. what I mean? Oh yeah, it will just... be a shame if we if we never see that tiger on a yeah. on the course again. But but honestly, you know, time what... will tell. What an amazing documentary. Like mm-hmm. I say, definitely check it out if, if you get the opportunity. Yeah, on Sky, isn't it? So yeah. no, it's most brilliant. people will be able to have access to that. But yeah, yeah, no, let us know what you think if anyone has watched it or does watch it. Yeah. Definitely. And then... Um, yeah, definitely let us know. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's just a little intro to this episode, but... Yeah, sit back the, and relax. The meat and... of the episode is coming here. Uh, just a little catch up with us before... But yeah, enjoy what's to come. See you there. So welcome down to the interview portion of this week's podcast, guys. Um, we're here this week with Michael Ambar. 
Um, Thanks for having me, guys. He is the owner of Flight Golf. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it, George. Um, yeah, I'm excited to you know get to know you guys a little bit, talk a little bit more about myself, like golf, and hopefully just talk about golf a little. Yeah, we're, we're excited stuff. for it. So we'll start off just let us know who you are. What do you do? How did you get into golf? Just a little okay, bit about yourself. Um, so my name is Michael, once again. I'm 24 years old. And I'm from Canada. So we've got about two feet of snow on the ground right now. Unfortunately, we can't be golfing. But hopefully that can change in a month or two. Um, I got into golf 10 years ago. I was a big hockey guy and I was a big sports guy. But I never really played golf before. And no one in my family did. I was lucky enough to have a couple friends who did. Um, and I got into golf with a city membership. That was something like $200 for the summer for unlimited golf. Uh, and got used clubs. And honestly, it was great. I loved the game immediately. Uh, for all the challenges I've experienced with it, I, I just, you know, there's nothing better than being out on the course, in my opinion. And yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah. you guys can probably talk to it more than, more than I can being, being over there in the UK. You got some yeah, great well, courses over there, but. Our courses are currently shut at the minute. So we're all waiting. We've just been sort of had the announcement that the 29th of March will be back out on the course. So. We're all sort Every of working towards that day at the moment. Oh, terrible. Jeez, COVID has just changed everything for the worst, especially, you know. Yeah. Keeping, keeping us cooped in almost. I hate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Uh, I've been playing. I played competitively in a couple of tournaments. Uh, I tried playing for my university team. Uh, ended up not being able to make the cut, but, you know, that happens. Um, and uh, I just love playing. I'm currently a one point six that might be a little generous though considering i haven't played in about seven months but um yeah no i'm a big i'm a big golf fan and i started flight golf this has been about a two-year process for me originally when i was in university i started a golf league for university students to try and golf more you'd pay an upfront a really reasonable fee. It was about $35 a round. And there were eight events. We scheduled match play, stroke play, some skins games. Got a little bit of a sponsorship from some companies, just trying to grow the game amongst young people a little bit. Um, that ran for two years. Once again, in Canada, so we could only run, you know, seven weeks of events uh, each year, but we had 60 golfers participating each year, which was great. Um, and then I've really seen over the last two years, a lot of my friends and a lot of people around my age group trying to get into golf. And I was fortunate enough to always try and shop the bargains at random stores and get some used clubs. And I've just always been a bargain hunter, but I've seen my friends. We only really have one store to go to in Canada. Uh, it's golf town. And I saw my friends dropping 200, $300 getting a polo, a pair of shorts, a box of balls and like a hat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's not even club that you don't get clubs even like there's no green fees. Hopefully you'll get, you'll get a lesson or two because Lord knows you need it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So I ended up contacting a family friend of mine who was in the wholesale side of golf and then tested out 25 different factories for our various products. We got the best quality on the market. We're really excited to be bringing, you know, appealing looking gear at an affordable price. Cause I think that, if golf's going to grow, young people need to play more. And for young people to play more, it's got to be more affordable. Is, there's, that there's just, no is that just in Canada that you run business or is we, it worldwide? Yeah. 
So we ship globally, actually. Uh, we have a really good shipping provider. And we're, we're actually in our pre-order. We're just going to be shipping out stuff, you know, in the next week or so is when we've, we've gotten all of our gear ready. Um, the traction we got over the first month, this is, I guess, a month marking, actually, of us being in business has been crazy. And so I'm hoping that, you know, the golf industry can continue to react the way it has. I mean, I've heard calls from all over the world. We have some Australian orders, an order from Singapore, the UK, a couple, US, Canada, obviously, but it's been a global outreach, which has been great to hear and great to see. I mean, we, we've we've had a look online and we, we've got our eye on a couple of the polos. So I think there, there might be a, a pre-order from us guys in there in the next in the next few days, because I mean, the stuff looks brilliant. The, the designs that you've got are uh, really, really nice. I mean, for us especially, we like the sort of out there design. So that, that scrambler one is, is the one that I've sort of got my eye on. I think, uh, I think we'll be getting an order for that in the next few days. Yeah, I imagine so. But yeah, so... you got to show some style, I think, on the course. <laughs> the days of the plain black polo, I, I, I hope they're not there anymore, but... Yeah, we should take John Daly's lead, in my opinion, and start getting <laughs> yeah, a little agreed, more colorful. Agreed. He's certainly out there, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's a wild dude. But look, <laughs> not some style. That's all I can say. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you watch a lot of the golf? I do, yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't watch as much of the European tour as I do of the PGA, but I'm a big golf fan. We're the same in that respect. We, To be honest, we choose to watch PGA a lot more than European <laughs> it's, it's just on a lot more as well I mean with with the provider that we have out here it's um that they, they tend to show the PGA over the European stuff anyway so that's kind of surprising I thought it'd be the opposite cool though no so, so I mean occasionally you get sort of the challenge tours and stuff from like European stuff but okay. to be honest only if it's like a big event like the um, stuff in like Dubai things like that that's that's when we get the sort of European stuff, but other cool. than that, we're uh, we're sort of all all PGA over here, really. It's just we just uh, I just like watching the best players in the world, so the PGA is is the place for that, and obviously that's the market. Hundred percent. So. Oh god, it's we, amazing we, to watch. It's, yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, I mean, we're not far out from uh, the Masters this year, so who are you backing this year? I mean, look, Tony Finau's had. <laughs> the best year of golf I think I've seen for not winning. It's crazy. Like yeah. every tournament he's in contention, every tournament he looks like he's got a shot. Um, I like him for the Masters. I don't think he's going to win it though, just because that's what his year has been. I really, I want him to. Um, I kind of think Xander Shoffley is going to make a run. I don't know why. He's had some good tournaments. He's looking good. He likes the courts. He's played well before. Um, it's nothing. Watching it is just like, like nothing else. The course is actually just the nicest thing in the world in my opinion <laughs> yeah we we um we both watched the the golf over how about weekend you guys what are you thinking with uh tony finau and seeing him in that playoff and he's just that very much that sort of almost man isn't he just never quite never quite gets there. a lot of top 10s a lot of top 20s yeah. but he just can't ever seem to get that that final push just to get him over the line but we, we we're big fans of uh of tony finau as well but I think personally, I, I can't, I can't overlook DJ for the Masters again. I think the way he played in November was unbelievable. Like, I mean, it, it, the score proved it. Being twenty under is ridiculous, ridiculous. It's crazy. 
Yeah, I think in. How about you, Cantley? Might make a run for it. Cantley, yeah, Cantley's a good shout. But yeah, we shall see. We shall see. I imagine it will be a brilliant weekend of golf to watch. Yeah, everyone's looking forward to that. But going back to flight golf a little bit. So you started up this year mainly. Yes. Um, so what's what's the sort of plan for for the business? You're looking to create sort of all different types of apparel, trousers, everything. I see you do the balls and the gloves as well. So uh, right now we've got balls, gloves, hats, shirts, quarter zips, and a bag uh, that we recently came out with. And our goal, you know, for the summer season is to have a women's line and have some pants involved. And then we're kind of trying to expand more, you know, down the road, we'd love to get involved in clubs or something like that. But our, our, our gear and all of our products, like our bags, for example, I don't know if I could say it here, but like we use the same factory as one of the top bag providers, bag companies uh, globally. And we've just decided to undercut their price. Okay. Like we're just trying to lower our margins so that the rest of the golf world can experience some good goods at a good price. No, that's, that's very commendable. I think, I think a lot of, People that nowadays sort of see golf as more of like an elitist sport. I, I was watching yeah. the Tiger documentary and they were saying that when he first came onto the scene, it was such a, like an elitist sport and no one thought that he was going to make it as a sort of black man. But I mean, even now, that's we're 25 years on from there almost. And I think even now still the price of golf clubs, the price of green fees, the price of memberships, the price of apparel is still sort of up there. But I mean, if anyone can sort of be there to help help Crazy. out the sort of everyday man, that's 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 great. I think it's crazy. I couldn't agree with you more. The Tiger documentary was amazing to watch. Uh, terrible what's happening right now with him. Yeah. Prayers obviously go to him and his family. Hope he gets through this as he's gone through a lot of things before and is back, you know, winning the Masters in a year or two. That would be yeah. incredible to watch. But... Um, I think the documentary really shed light on the PGA almost not willing to grow the sport that much. Yeah. Because like they didn't, I shouldn't say not willing. They kind of didn't care that much because Tiger is the perfect spoke, spokesperson for growing the game. In my opinion, he's a minority. He was, he's really likable and he just speaks for younger golfers at the time. It still does. And I think that kind of the old, almost you know royal side of golf or like very preppy side of golf doesn't care for that and the 70 year olds that love you know going to the club they don't want to grow the game which is sad because a lot of young kids are missing out on the opportunity to play golf that you know if their families weren't involved in golf or some some people around them weren't they're never going to have that opportunity unless prices go down i think I, I haven't been to the uk to play yet but you guys have some you know more reasonably priced courses don't you yeah, I mean the, I mean we're sort of down in the south, um, like the very very far south uh, east. But the sort of prices for green fees around here, you can play nine holes for about ten pounds. So I mean, you can get out there. There's yeah, a lot great. of opportunities to play around here, and you can get an eighteen hole sort of for twenty pounds. So it's, it's yeah, you can get out there and play quite easily. But it's still yeah. the sort of setbacks of the clubs. And you were saying earlier about you being sort of someone that's always looking out for a bargain or something. I mean, I know myself as well. Yeah. We 
have both we we love ebay and sort of facebook marketplace things like that where we can just try and get something sort of yeah. on the cheap and just it's just yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of an addiction really trying to find something that's cheaper than the other person or something and it's a bit of, and out of all the bad that sort of come out of the last 12 months uh the amount of new people it sort of introduced to golf because all you could do here it's the only thing that was open uh, really was uh, the golf courses um, in some of the lockdowns last year. So there's so many sort of new people around our age, you know, mid twenties that are um, that are now starting playing. So that's one positive that's come out of the last uh, last year or so. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, people on the sort of our age is playing is, um, I mean, you just want to try and get them younger people out there to sort of have the next next step for for the youth in in golf. Like like you say, you want to try and get kids playing golf and things like that so that the, the game can continue. I mean, the three of us, all of us in our mid-twenties and loving playing and whatever, but it's them younger kids, the sort of 10-year-olds and things like that. I mean, I know in England, the biggest sort of sport is is football. I mean, soccer for you, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone everyone plays that here. If you're, if you're a boy, you're playing that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know... What it's like, obviously, you said before you were big into ice hockey, but yeah, I mean, obviously, well, in Canada, you've got that in America, you've still got the sort of American football side of things, you've got basketball, there's so many different opportunities. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, soccer's huge, or football's here, huge here too. Uh, a little obviously less than it is where you guys are, but hockey's like the main Canadian stereotype, I'll call it, and it's definitely true. And that every little kid, you know has skates put on them before the age of five almost. Um, but yeah, you know, golf, I think the fact that, you know, you don't have to be that in shape or that athletic, or it really can appeal to the average person in a sense, as opposed to any other sport, which some of them do, but it's more like if you want to play football or basketball or, you know, any of these sports, you've got to have some athleticism to you. Golf is really across the board almost inviting or inclusive to everyone. Yeah, speak, speaking about that sort of thing, is there a, do you have a sort of, do you see an ideal build for golf or a build that you make the polo shirts for? Like what sort of fit are the, is the clothing? So, so our clothing is, we're actually, we didn't have triple XL and quadruple XL on our first order, but we're going to be having those basically from now on. Cause we got a lot of response from people saying, I love the gear. And I love what you're doing, but we don't see the size we have. And I wasn't really anticipating the, the 6'7", 270 guy wanting the polo, and that's my fault. But um, our material is really stretchy, so it kind of will fit any mold. Um, mm -hmm. They're more of an athletic fit. Mm -hmm. But once again, because the material is so stretchy and breathable, anyone can wear it. Um, I guess touching more on the inclusive side of golf is that you know, no matter shape, size, or any impairments, hopefully at least, you, you can always find a way to, to play golf, which is a really great thing as opposed to other sports. And it also yeah. gets a little bit of exercise. Like you get to be able to walk the course. Yeah. Hopefully, I enjoy walking it. Um, I know in Canada, it's a big thing to just cart it and booze the entire time, which look, I, I don't have an issue with that either, but <laughs> <laughs> got to have a little mix, I think. So the carts, the carts aren't... A as much of a big thing over here as it sort of feels like for you guys it is like if if you get a car it just is what it is but most people just sort of carry or or have a trolley so it's 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 sort of a different culture really isn't it it's 
I mean, if you're out in the hot weather like, like, like it is in the States and whatever, then getting out there on the car, having a few beers and it's absolutely fine. But the sort of, you just sort of want to have a little walk around here, get away from it all. But, yeah. And every time we played last year, it rained anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, what are you guys drinking over there? Jameson? Is that what I see here? No, I've got, uh, it's a Copperberg okay. rum, a cherry rum. <laughs> Love it. I've just got a beer. So. Oh, okay. I was looking at the green bottle and I was like, oh, looks- <laughs> I don't mind the occasional Jameson. <laughs> yeah, Jameson is another thing that's bigger out in the, in the States, isn't it? About that whiskey. But yeah, we'll, we'll take a bit of a break now quickly. Um, yeah. We'll just stop the recording and then, and then we'll carry yeah. on. In a moment. Okay, sounds good. George, how's it going with uh, PGHQ? It's getting there. It's getting there. It yeah. really is. Have the electricians been? The electricians have been. And who were the electricians? Maguire's wires, kind of. Maguire's wires? Maguire's wires. <laughs> they came they... with their wires and fitted out Plug Golf HQ. And they are Maguire's? They are Maguire's. Are they better than Harry Maguire? Well, uh, uh, electrician things, yes. Yeah. Not sure how they get on at centre-back for Man United in England, but to be fair, he doesn't play that well either, so. If you're in Sussex and need some electricianing doing, mm. contact Maguire's Wires. Maguire's Wires for all your electricianal needs. Right, so welcome back, guys. Um, part two of our interview with, with Michael. Um, so we've just got a few quick-fire questions for you. So... Just, just sort of split out the first thing that comes to your, comes to your mind. Fire away. Discuss it a bit. Yeah, so who's your favourite past golfer? So not playing anymore. I'm going to have to go with Jack Nicholas. Yeah, I think we, we've certainly had that answer a few times. I mean, it's really yeah. generic, but I kind of, I love his swing. Yeah. It's just no smooth. A difficult one to see past, isn't it? Yeah, I think... I think him and Gary Player are the two for me that just stand out from the crowd as the sort of best sort of that have ever been before. But in the um, in the Tiger documentary, they say from the start that he could be bigger than Jack. Do you think he surpassed him? I think a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I kind of like to see how the greats are compared to their field in a sense. Yeah. That Nicholas was amazing, but like we haven't seen or we didn't see that domination from Nicholas compared to his competition that we did from time to time. Yeah, I mean, you look at the sort of people that Tiger was playing up against, like Mickelson was at the top of his game at the time. And you just yeah. think that if, if Tiger wasn't there, Mickelson would have almost been Tiger. And 100%. He's just, Tiger just like, he was winning tournaments by 10, 15 strokes often. Like it, yeah. it wasn't yeah. like a rare occurrence. It's like a, he was just leaps ahead of the competition. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, I mean, that's sort of, I think, I think your sort of answer there answers the next question of who's your favorite present golfer, but. Actually, it's not. Yeah, my favorite present golfer is Justin Thomas. Oh, okay. Oh, no, yeah, I love no, I love yeah, his no, swing again. Like, he's just like, it's smooth. And once again, like, I'm a, like a fine hitter, but like, He's 5'10", you know, yeah. not a big build. Like, he's just a normal dude out there on the course. And he, he just, like, is incredible, and I love it. Oh, I, was, a, oh I was going to say, he's a sharp dresser as well, and oh, it's oh. Ralph Lauren. <laughs> what? Oh, well, who's he with now? Uh, I don't know if he signed for anyone now, but he definitely oh, oh, okay. 
not what it was. Yeah. But who would, what brand that's not flight golf would you choose to, choose to wear if you could? Um, I really like G4. I love like G4. Yeah. I don't, oh, you guys might have not even heard of it in the All UK. Right. Nope. Um, so if it wasn't, I should say like G4 was a little bit of an inspiration for flight in that they have really good quality gear. The gloves are colorful. The leather's really good, similar to ours, except they're really expensive. So I kind of wanted to say, can this be less expensive? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they have some really cool stuff. Colorful, tasteful. I don't know if you guys have heard of Bad Birdie. Uh, I don't think so. No, I haven't. It doesn't spring to mind. It's an American. They basically make polos, and they were on Shark Tank. It's like a okay, investor. Yeah, it's like dra Dragon's Den is called over here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we saw that, you know, there's a lot of companies right now coming up that are trying to appeal to younger golfers and they're just copying their like really loud and out there polo design. Like they're trying to do like these flowers and parrots and toucans, stuff like that. Like it's cool. I like it, but they're really expensive and all of these companies are following their lead, trying to make them really expensive, which yeah. I just, I didn't understand. Um, but yeah, no, G4 would be my answer. Sorry for the long. It's weird, isn't it? Cause, cause we work and are currently in a, golf retailer we, so we work for a company called golf base cool and like we stock like a fair few brands of like different golf stuff and it's just like I just it's surprising that we've never that like we haven't actually heard of that brand i mean it must be quite big in like over the yeah, other side definitely, it's definitely big in america like across north america i thought honestly it had some uk following i'd compare it to it's kind of like jay Lindbergh. Except okay yeah so like sort of top end expensive, but it's expensive. good quality stuff. Yeah, good quality, expensive, but like they also have some out there designs. Yeah, yeah, we've got um, we've got quite out there Ted Baker polo shirts, and we that yeah. we wear. Um, Love Ted Baker, but once again, like I've never worn one. I like their styles, but it's like honestly, the, the, the quality is great, but the price, like it's lucky that yeah. we do work here because the price is. <laughs> honestly it's, it's it's like 70 80 pounds for a polo share i mean I don't, i'm not sure what that converts to but probably it's about 120 dollars <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and that's that's exactly the sort of point that you're making you're trying to make yeah. it for the sort of more everyday golfer yeah and that like you can get you know a plain black polo from some box store that's not going to be that expensive it's probably going to be just a little above our price or similar to our price but like who wants to wear that nowadays Mm -hmm. If you want a little, like, let's get some design. Let's get some fun with it. A little bit of flair out on the course. Yeah, Even if you haven't got the game to match it. I mean, I know that's true for yeah. us too, but. <laughs> Look, get the flair out there. The game will hopefully follow. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. Like that's, that's our mentality. So what's, what's your favorite hole that you've ever played? My favorite <laughs> hole that I've ever played. Um, that's a tough one actually um i would say there's a course that is an hour away from where i am in toronto canada um the course is called wind dance it was actually a jack nicholas design oh nice so sorry a greg norman and jack nicholas design oh nice it's really open it's almost like it looks like it's in a crater in a sense like it's surrounding a crater and they have one hole that basically a cliff it kind of looks like Pebble Beach's 18th hole, except okay. there's no water. A cliff surrounds the entire left side, 
Um, and then there's hazard and fescue all along the right side. And it's a 600 yard par five. Okay. And always just like a really picturesque hole that I like playing. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Sounds lovely. Yeah. (laughs) So what's the, what's your favorite course that you've ever played? Um, I would have to say Trump national, probably Doral. It's in Miami, Florida. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice course. There's a couple of, sort of oh, maybe one or two Trump ones up in Scotland. Um, and how are they? And that's, I mean, aside from him, you know, how are they? <laughs> yeah, literally. If it, it'd be so much better if he just didn't have his name on it, but yeah. alas, they do. Um, so what's the dream course? Uh, we tend to sort of take out Augusta and the old course here because sure. they're sort of given that they're the sure. two. But other than them two, what, what's the dream course that you want to eventually get playing? Yeah. Um, I'd really like to get out to Bandon Dunes. Uh, it's in Oregon. It is, I think they're going to host Bandon Dunes and Whistling Straits. Those are two like link style in America okay. that I'd like to get out to. Um, and then there's a course that's really east in Canada called Cabot Cliffs. Um, it's right along the Pacific, or sorry, the Atlantic Ocean. And it's just beautiful to look at. I haven't played it, but I've heard it's incredible. It oh. sounds cold. Yeah, you've got that <laughs> yeah, sort of short window in Canada where you can get out there in the nice yeah. weather. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so you're halfway around uh, through nine. Um, you've had a decent nine holes. Uh, you want to kick on and get that PB for the, for the back nine as well. Uh, what are you having at the halfway hut, food and drink? Um, obviously, it depends on the course for food. I'm probably going to get some sort of like a turkey sandwich or like Nice. Yeah. Turkey sandwich is probably the go. Um, Fans of turkey, yeah. And then uh, either a Stella or a mango white claw. One of the two. It's a little girly white claw. I've heard. I've heard of this. White it's like claw. a. It's like a. Um, it's like alcohol soda. soda. I'll call it. It's like alcohol soda. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, they're called like um, Smirnoff Ice or like a VK. Exactly. Here. It's, like a, it's like a less like sugary smirnoff ice and they're honestly okay, just like, okay. nice nice yeah um so the last last one uh you get a caddy for the day at one of these two courses of your choice um don't have to be in golf don't have to be associated with golf nothing just any person in the world who you have in past or present they could they could be dead anything <laughs> morbid that was morbid i would i think it'd be a little like almost tedious i'd like to have bryson i think yeah i want to hear how his mind works yeah you know, like about my swing about the course like what are we taking into account from wind and any science term he's gonna throw out there um that's the thing he would give yeah, you all the sort of science that you need he'd give exactly. you everything wouldn't he? he'd, he'd be sort of on them numbers to the to the point <laughs> yeah, i hit one badly yeah. and he doesn't say like a chunk he says something about like the velocity and spin and <laughs> gravitational. I'm like, okay, like uh, yeah. cool. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. We've not we've not had Bryson before. We uh, we tend to sort of get like Tiger, Jack, uh, yeah. Michael Jordan pops up a few what? times. Uh, who did my brother say? Uh, it was like Mike Myers or something. It was Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd, yeah, be that, that That'd be a funny one. That'd be a fun one. Maybe Will Ferrell will get in there for me too, actually. Just having Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Big fans of Will Ferrell. Oh. Nice. So, yeah, that was the quick fire questions. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add about flight golf, about yourself? Um, I mean, nothing I can really add more other than hopefully anyone who's listening, check out our, check out our gear, uh, flight golf, F-L-Y-T-E golf. Uh, if you like anything, message our page and we'll hopefully get you a discount. Oh, yeah, we'll put a link in the description. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tag all the Instagram and things like that. And, yeah. Uh, honestly, guys, check it out because their stuff it looks brilliant. Honestly, like I say, we're, we're definitely going to be making an order in the next week or so to, to get some of those over. But yeah, yes. we're excited to get you guys some gear, 100%. Nice. That's brilliant. Cool. And if we're ever in Canada, then we'll try and... Oh, we're, we're 100% going to come around. That's not if even you ever, If you ever come over to... South of South of England, give us a shout. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get out. And, we'll get out and try another round. But yeah, that's uh, that's been brilliant. Thanks, thanks so much, Michael. Yeah, thank you very much, Michael. Thanks so much, guys. It was great talking to you. Great meeting you. Yeah, you too. Brilliant. Yeah, hopefully we'll do it again at some point. <laughs> yeah, a little bit down the road, hopefully. Yeah, perfect. Thank you very much, George. Yes. Where'd you get your golf stuff? Your clothing, your balls, your shoes. Or me apparel. <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. Well, I go to Golf Base. Golf Base? Golf Base. And what's that? It's your base for everything golf. So that's www.golfbase.co.uk? It certainly is. Golf Base. Your base for everything <laughs> golf. <laughs> well, I suppose if anyone should want to get £5 off, they can always create an account and use a discount code. Plugged 5. Plugged 5. Just make sure you're spending over £30. So that was our interview with Michael. Um, we really Michael. enjoyed that. We really enjoyed that. It was, uh, it was good. Yeah, he's a good egg. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think that'll be the last time that we work with Michael. Uh, think we'll ever get over to Canada? Uh, it's not out of the realms of possible. No, definitely not. It's only there. Yeah, it's, it's just that we're only there. Yeah. It's certainly possible. If you can hear me, it's there. Yeah. Which, you know, not so I feel that it's not far from uh, the border of the states and Canada. Yeah, I think, so I think it's definitely possible. If um, we have been that Victoria Island vibes, so we're not going. Yeah. So as as sort of uh, stated in the first part, um, Michael was given very kindly given us a discount code to give to you guys, the listeners, um, and the watchers on YouTube. Yes. Um, so that that discount code is plugged ten. And that's for Flight Golf, which is F-L-Y-T-E, Golf. Yeah. Um, no, and don't. honestly, it's, it's some really great stuff. As we said before, we've placed our order. Hopefully in the next sort of 10 business days, it should be here. That'd be good. We didn't ask him if he had any new styles oh, coming out. We should have. That would have been a good question. That would have been a really good question. But as we said before, hopefully not the sort of our last encounter. Not the last Michael, of so. Mike Amber. But yeah, honestly, great, great episode. We really hope that you guys have enjoyed that. Um, that's all been made possible by um, our patrons. Yes. Yeah, we've got two patrons since the first episode. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Max Hollowbone. He's on Instagram at Max underscore Hollowbone. Check him out. And uh, and the second one, George Stone Street. I'm, I've met him, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, George underscore Stone Street. Both been on the podcast, both friends of the podcast. That, that, that's, that's where I found him, yeah. That's where you, that's where you, you yeah. remember him from, obviously. Yeah, true. But yeah, go follow them both on Instagram. They're yeah. both intriguing young chaps. But honestly, um, 
if anyone does want to check out our patron honestly we'd really really appreciate it's it it's worth doing yeah definitely i mean we we uh we think the quality of the podcasts have improved in the two weeks between the last yes, episode and this, this episode. This has been my favourite, I think. I'm I agree, sure about personally, I think. I think it has trumped the David Harrington episode. I think the last 90 seconds are some of the best podcasting we've ever done. Oh, it's certainly up there. Yeah, because we've done some terrible stuff. talking. Oh, really bad stuff in the past. But honestly, guys, in all seriousness, if you're watching on YouTube... Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you like the video. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, turn the bell on for notifications. So every couple of weeks, or hopefully we can start doing this every week again. It's what we want to be doing. It's just, it's just the time and the sort of money side of things. I'm sure I've told you before that I want to be doing it daily. Yeah, definitely. I want this to be we, my life. We want this to be our job. We want to live plugged we golf. We want to live as plugged golf. We want to be known as plugged golf. Technology. We're businessmen now. Find us on LinkedIn. Find us on LinkedIn. George Baker and Callum Stone Street. Yeah. Connect Honestly, with us. It's the last couple of weeks, we're, we're really trying to sort of get this off the ground, get this really sort of moving. We want to be bringing you guys exciting stuff. We want to be making exciting stuff. Um, hopefully, um, with this new merch that's coming out, um, we can sort of make some strides towards that. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can get some cool stuff to make some decent videos once the courses are reopened. We've got some cool ideas coming up for that, so keep tuned. So that's the best place to find it is on the YouTube channel. Uh, stay subscribed, turn the notification bells on. Um, but if you're listening to the podcast, check out the YouTube because it's a different cut. Because yeah. I've edited the podcast. I've done the video. Kind of, you've done the video editing. So... I don't know what your cut is. You don't know what my cut is. No. So if you've listened to one, check, check out, out the, other. the other. It just makes sense. It does. You know, if you're walking the dog and you just want something playing in your ears, listen to the podcast. If you're at home and you want to watch something cool, watch the podcast. You're doing this. I think we'd be good on the telly. Oh, I think you're right. Smart TV. There's, yeah, yeah they're, these new smart TVs, they're oh, very these clever. These dangled things. Yeah, no, they can get YouTube where you can watch it live. Yeah, something about watching it live. <laughs> we love it. Yeah, honestly, guys, um, as I said before, the merch is coming out, hopefully at the end of this week uh, and into next week. Check that out. Should be really cool. Um, check out the Patreon if you can. Honestly, we'd love it if you were a part of that. There's some really cool things going to be going up on there. It's bonus content in the, in the near future. Yep. Um, as I said before, hopefully we can, once the courses get open, we can get out and make some cool videos. But yeah, be excited for what's coming up, guys. We've got some cool stuff coming. Yep. That's season two, episode two, done and dusted. Yeah. All steam ahead for episode three. And episode three should be cool because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Because in between now mm-hmm. and then, we've got the Arnold Palmer Invitational. The API. And we have the Players' Championship. TPC. So keep an eye out for that, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you soon. See you later. Bye.